0: Okay, normally when severe thunderstorms occur, we, on the Weather Network, have lined up some easy-to-remember rhyming words of wisdom. Included in there is, when thunder roars, go indoors. And in the event of flooded roads, turn around and don't drown. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. What we have never had to consider, however, is reptiles falling from the sky in said active weather that happened on this day in weather history so if you find yourself scrambling around and it's raining gators you say whatever it is you can do it later or if you start running now odds of survival are greater what do you think yeah no yeah i'm gonna have to work on those however on July 2nd, 1843, residents came face to teeth with an alligator in Charleston, South Carolina, while standing on the corner of Wentworth and Anson Streets, near what is known as the French Quarter. It's still there. And if you know South Carolina at all, then you know that they know heat and they know humidity in July. So if you know weather and meteorology, you know that equates every time to powerful and violent thunderstorms, hurricanes, waterspouts, and tornadoes. Again, like most stories of that time, information is limited. But this one was different, obviously. At the local Charleston Mercury newspaper, editor H.L. Pinckney broke the story. And even though there was absolutely no way For news to travel to other areas across the country faster than molasses flowing in February, this particular story caught the eye of other editors, and Pinkney's article was republished in the New Orleans Times and the New York Evening Post the following week. For that time, that's pretty impressive. And it just goes to show you that even two centuries ago, the news media would publish anything that attracted eyes or clicks, regardless of how it actually affected their respective local populations. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event, from when it happened, in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. The article described a strong thunderstorm that developed on a very hot July Sunday. It was therefore likely packed with worshipers of the day, and the St. Paul's Church was reportedly struck by lightning. Thankfully, nobody was harmed. But this is where it got frighteningly weird. A full-size alligator appeared after the storm had cleared. And while no one saw the alligator actually fall from the sky, Charleston Mercury news editor H.L. Pinkney states that, and as he couldn't have got there any other way, it was decided unanimously that he rained down, end quote. Locals who were on the scene commented that the alligator itself had a distinct look of wonder and bewilderment on its face. I guess they were pretty close to this alligator, leading everyone to consider that he had come from the sky. Well, naturally, when you take a look at an alligator and you can see clearly that it's bewildered, why not? It had to have come from the sky. The working theory is that the gator could have been picked up by a waterspout that formed over a nearby river or creek and was dropped on Anson Street as the spout dissipated. But since no one saw the gator actually fall from the sky, it could also be that he just got lost in the blinding rain. But because I am the media and I do like stories that attract attention and get clicks and ratings and cool reviews, I'm sticking to the narrative that it fell from the sky. So there, my show, my story, my rules. <laughs> Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. All right, tomorrow is July 3rd, and on this day in weather history, we're going to return to the 21st century. How about that? During the summer of 2014, 385 wildfires burned in Canada's Northwest Territories. What makes that noteworthy is that it was almost 60% more than their average. So what happened? or didn't happen in the weather for that to occur. We're going to find out tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.